I'm Harris Faulkner. I'm Stuart Varney. I'm Kat Timpf, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Thursday, February 8th, 2024. I'm John Saucier. There's a lot happening in Nevada right now. Of course, we're talking about Super Bowl 58, which will be played in Las Vegas on Sunday. But it's not only the San Francisco 49ers and Kansas City Chiefs trying to outduel one another in the desert. The campaigns of Donald Trump and Nikki Haley have also done battle over the state in their bid to claim delegates towards the Republican nomination. Nevada is a battleground state. This is a critical state come November. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. First a primary, then a caucus, and after all that, a football game. Nevada is the center of America's gaze in both politics and sports this week after the Republican Party broke with the state on its nominating process. This goes back to 2021 um, when the Democratic legislature and the Democratic governor passed a law to move the state from its traditional caucuses for both parties to primaries. We're speaking today with Fox News senior correspondent Alicia Acuna, normally based in the network's Denver Bureau, but today she's in Las Vegas. Well, the GOP at the time sued, um, didn't have any luck, but were told by the judge um, in the case that they could still put on a caucus. And so that's exactly what they decided to do. So there's a state-run primary, which is what happened this past Tuesday for the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. Um, But the state GOP is in charge of awarding delegates. And so they said, well, the only way you're going to be able to receive any delegates as a candidate is if you participate in the caucus. But you add to that, that candidates may not compete in both contests. They had to choose one. They had to either be in the primary or the caucus. Voters could participate in both. Republican voters could participate in both. But the candidates had to pick one. Okay, so, so which candidate went... ended up there. Right, exactly. So we know that as far as the two main candidates left here in this Republican primary nominating process are Nikki Haley and Donald Trump. Trump is in the caucus. Haley is in the primary. Why did they, why do you think the campaigns went for either of those? I mean, is this caucus basically the Nevada Republicans handing it to Trump? I mean, we did hear from Haley about this, but can you explain some of the reasoning for why the campaigns chose to move forward as they did? Right. So, um, and, and, and Nikki Haley isn't the only one who's been critical of the Nevada GOP. Uh, Ron DeSantis was for a while. Um, former Pre- uh, Vice President Pence, Tim Scott, they decided to participate in the when they were running in the primary. Uh, there are a couple of things here. So first of all, y- you have to know that, you know, the history with caucuses and the former president. He trends very well in caucuses. He does so really well because these are more activist minded members of the party and they tend to support uh, former President Trump. So there's that. Uh, additionally, to participate in the caucus, the party required candidates to to pay $55,000 a fee in order to participate. Well, Nikki Haley, for example, said she wasn't going to do that. She felt that it was rigged for um, Trump because the, in part, the head of the GOP party is a Trump backer and has said that they are going to deliver the state for the former president. And so she felt and she has said, as has her campaign, that it wasn't worth spending money here or spending time here because everything was already set, that the road was already laid out for former President Trump. So she decided to go, as other candidates did, with the primary because it would be more of a symbolic vote. Because no delegates were attached to the result, it would be more of a popularity contest. Um, That backfired on her, though. 
if you want to. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, she lost the primary, obviously. Trump wasn't even on the ballot, though. Can we talk about how Trump voters might have embarrassed her a little bit here? Yeah. So, okay. So also one of the things about the Nevada ballot in primaries, and this goes back to the 70s, post Watergate, uh, where lawmakers back in the 70s decided to allow voters to have an option called none of these candidates that you could vote for. And so that's what happened with Trump supporters in the primary. So Trump wasn't on the ballot and he actually told his supporters when he was in here for a rally back in January, he said, ignore the primary, don't do anything, just show up for the caucus. His supporters, however, including the Republican governor here and the chair of the Nevada GOP said, actually, we're going to go vote in the primary, but we're going to vote for none of these candidates. That in And the effect that they were hoping for and they were successful in was denying her even a symbolic victory so that when the numbers went up um, and showed the results, it, she still had a loss, but she lost to literally no one. Do you think that Haley supporters won by 30 points? Do you think that Haley supporters might have been suppressed by this whole primary caucus split? Or was this just an overwhelming victory for Trump supporters in this primary voting for none of the above? You know, it's it's hard to say. And I think if you asked uh, either camp, they would say they were the ones who, who um, either were victorious or. Um, but, well, I don't know. I mean, for, for Trump supporters, definitely. They feel like that there was a victory there. Nikki Haley and her camp, um, they're not really answering that question directly. We do know that there were Republicans who showed up because we talked to them who wanted to go and show their support for her, even though they knew it wouldn't lead to a delegate count. Nikki Haley has said loudly and clearly, as is her camp, they didn't spend money here. They didn't spend time here. They didn't think it was worth it. Uh, and can I also add, though, Nevada is a battleground state. This is a critical state come November. And so when you think about a candidate, any candidate, Saying that about such an important state, it's really striking, especially when you consider President Biden came here. He was here for two days before the primary, and he won by 90 percent. That was the expectation. But he was still here showing Nevadans how important they were. Former President Trump, also a leading candidate, very popular here with Republicans, also was here just last month. And he's expected to be here um, for caucus night for the watch party. So. So if you look at President Biden, you look at former President Trump, they know how important this is. And if you are a candidate like Nikki Haley and your assumption is, or at least your drive, is that you're going to also work to be the nominee, the question is, why would you treat a battleground state as if it wasn't important and say that much? We're speaking today with Fox News senior correspondent Alicia Acuna, normally based in the network's Denver bureau, but today she's in Las Vegas. Did Donald Trump's campaign set a trap that Nikki Haley fell right into in Nevada? Today, we're discussing some high-level games being played with the candidates for the Republican nomination. All this with another high-level football game being played in Las Vegas this weekend. Sin City is the site for Super Bowl 58 on Sunday. But Fox News senior correspondent Alicia Acuna is focused on the political games being played there. She'll have much more out of Vegas coming up next. Yeah, it really is. It's almost like she played right into the plans of the Nevada GOP and their leader there, who you mentioned, who's a Trump supporter. I think it should be noted also that Trump lost Nevada in the general election in both 2016 and 2020. So uh, even with this 
assumed caucus went for Trump. I mean, he's got a lot of ground to make up here as we go into 2024, if in fact he is the nominee. Our guest today is Fox News senior correspondent Alisa Acuna, who is reporting from Las Vegas, Nevada. Earlier this week, they had the Republican primary there. And on Thursday night, they will do the Republican caucus. Can you talk about how this caucus like process goes? We are familiar with the Iowa caucus. Is the Nevada caucus similar where people get together in small community centers and schools and kind of hash out who they like? Tell me about the caucus process here in Nevada. Lasts for two hours. And these are secret paper ballots. They also and the Nevada GOP will point to this as the reason one of the reasons why they stuck to the caucus system is that they have voter IDs. They require that you're in person. So that's different than the primary system where you have early voting, mail in voting. You don't have to vote in person. You don't have to have. ID. So Nevada GOP is really sticking on that um, security point as well. So that they go through this process. This is expected to be very quick because this is only going to be the former president and um, long shot candidate out of Texas, Ryan Binkley, uh, the pastor and um, businessman. So this is expected to go really quickly. It's two hours at 730 local time not long after we should get a result and the delegates, the, the announcement will be that the delegates will in all likelihood go to former President Trump. And uh, he is hosting a watch party. He was speaking at Mar-a-Lago earlier today regarding what's going on with the Supreme Court and the Colorado ballot. Um, and he even said there in his statement um, that he was going to get on a plane, his plane, and come here to Nevada because he is hosting a watch party, which is expected to be a victory party. Okay, so another plane flying into Las Vegas. There's a lot of them in there right now and a lot of people in Vegas because of a certain football game. At least I don't know if you may have heard of it, the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 58. For the first time, the Super Bowl is being played in Las Vegas. You're in Vegas. What's the buzz of the town like right now? Oh, it's so busy. It's all football, all Super Bowl, all the time. Um, And I'm here and my family and friends, even colleagues assume that we're here to cover the Super Bowl, but we're here to cover politics, a totally different situation here, totally different watch party tonight. Um, but yeah, it's very buzzy. It's very exciting. Um, so, it, I mean, it's, it's kind of fun to see my team, the Denver Broncos, not here. It's been a while. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's been it's been nice. Okay, your team's not in it, but the two teams that are playing are the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl on Sunday? Well, my hope uh, is that it will be the 49ers because as a Denver Bronco fan, um, we can't even handle watching the Chiefs in my household. And I have four, I have one son and three stepsons. So we're all about the 49ers just so they can keep it away from the Chiefs. I love that. Cheering for another team out of spite. That's a true, yes. football, a true football fan right there. I do it all the time <laughs> and I totally support that. And it seems like there was a little bit of spite in this Nevada primary and caucus as well. So it just kind of all ties it together. Alicia Acuna, uh, Fox News senior correspondent reporting from Las Vegas. Thanks, Alicia, for your reporting and for joining us here on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. Thank you so much, John. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com.